What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Sunflower Chronicles. All things stated here are 100% my opinion, so I hope that you all enjoyed the show. So sit back, turn it up, and stay sunny. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Brie, and I'm a black 20-something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way. And this is another episode of the Sunflower Chronicles. Today's episode is going to be a mini episode, so it's not going to be a full-length episode. So I kind of want to just get social a little bit, and when I'm getting social, this is actually going to bring me into the topic that I'm talking about. Um, But yeah, I hope that you all are doing well. I hope that you all are just staying safe. Um, so yeah, let's get social. So basically, you know, normally when I get social with you all, I talk about things that I see on social media, things that have, um, you know, impacted me. Um, and I just want to talk about it because I also feel like they're like hot pop culture topics or politics or different things like that. So with this, um, this is sort of like a pop culture slash relatable topic that I feel that, um, people can get with and um yeah so basically I'm gonna read you guys a tweet that I saw on Twitter and it's from Fairy Godmother and I I want to give them all of the credit hold up where is it I, like, really should have done this before. Um, to, like, find this so I could give this person credit. But, um, oh, excuse me. It's Fiery Godmother. Um, in the... Um, there, her name at her at name is she said her pronouns. Her at name is S H E S F I E R Y, and uh, she tweeted, "Fat phobia is one of those things that I'm not scared of generalizing. When I say almost all of us have internalized fat phobia, I really mean that." And when that scrolled across my timeline, I was like, oh, "This is true." So, to give you a context about what I look like, if you guys have not seen my face on social media, on any of my social media, so that's my personal page or on the podcast page, I am a larger woman. Some would say um, fat, some would say plus size, some would say BBW, um, but overall I am bigger, I am not thin, I do not look like the average body type um, for what is deemed attractive. So yes, today I'm talking about the F word the fat word um and so I guess I'll start with my relationship with the word fat um I really hated the word since I like for a very long time I had a hard time identifying and like the way I'm describing this for some people this may seem like melodramatic but for some people if you're listening to this and you also are plus size or bigger or know someone like this they may have also experienced this feeling and if not that's great but for me Um, The word has always, like, just in my mind been attached to, like, shame and, like, oh, you shouldn't, like, this is a bad word. Like, I would always cringe up when people would say fat, and then I always cringed up because 
I felt like when people said that and I was in the room, people were automatically looking at me. And people would be like, no, 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 we're not, we're not. But like the anxiety in my brain was like, girl, they're definitely talking about you when they said that. And I was like, oh, okay, yes, I'm going to go cry at home in the corner. But um, as I've gotten older and become appreciative of my body and realized that like, to quote Crystal from the re- Big girls get chose every day. And like realizing that there are people who are going to be attracted to me either for my body or not for my body and be attracted to my personality. I would love the the latter of the option, but if it's the first, you know, I'm not going to complain. But um, yeah, like it's taken me a long time to grow comfortable with that word. I just started growing comfortable with it. And, um, And yeah, and it's just like just a lot to like, digest and think about with fat like being fat and fat phobia and all this stuff and it's such just a big old jumbled up mess when you talk about it um so dang I was gonna say something oh so yeah so let me tell you how I figured out I was fat so um you know kids really don't kids have like introspection um And, like, they realize who they are and different things like that. But it takes them a long time to become self-aware of what they look like. And so they really don't know, like, like characteristics like, oh, they're they're beautiful and different things like that until people tell them. Um, So that's why your words are important. And that's why affirming children is very important. And also teaching your children to stand up for themselves is super important. I'll explain why, and you'll see why in my story. So in fifth grade, um, we were reading this chapter book. And so basically, you know how sometimes when you read chapter books, your teacher will, in like fifth grade and stuff, like your teacher would break you guys up into sections and like, um, and like say, read this thing together or whatever. And so we were reading some book, and for the life of me, I literally cannot remember what the name of this book was, but we were reading it, and basically the premise of the book was that, you know, like they were talking about some girl's weight and some girl's size. If you guys hear my dog in the background, I'm so sorry, my cousin, um, just came over here because she's a production um she's a producer for my church's live stream at home so yes but um what was they saying i was saying something yes okay sorry i'm distracted <laughs> um but we were ba- they were basically describing this girl's body type in this book and one of the things that they said was you know you're fat when you can't when you look down and you can't see your feet And one of the girls who I still, she, like, we went from, like, elementary school to, like, senior year of high school together. And she still lives in the same town. We still have mutual friends on social media, mutual friends in real life. So, like, it's crazy. And people, and, yeah. And when I tell the story to people and they're like, who was it? And, like, we went to school together. They're like, really? And I was like, huh, yeah. But um, this girl turn around she had the audacity if people don't have anything they got the mf audacity because she looked at me square in the face and said well when you look down can you see your toes i was like yeah and at the time i like 
didn't it like just didn't register with me like I felt embarrassed I felt nervous I felt anxiety like that was rushing through my brain and that was my body's natural um existence or not existence but that was my body's natural reaction but I was like oh ha, 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 ha. and I was like I mean I cheered I played sports I did basketball tennis dance like I was you know athletic but I was just a chunky athletic kid and I just thought that was normal and I thought like no one was judging me and also for context, I started developing, becoming a quote-unquote um, woman. I got my um, period um, like when I was in fourth grade, so that was a fun experience too. We'll have a whole, I'm going to have a whole episode about periods and vagina owners and all that stuff. But back to being fat. Yeah, and also at that time, since I was in the fifth grade, um, Around that time, she said that it was around times where fifth graders after school would take the bus and try out for middle school sports that would start in the fall. So that would either, for me, I was taking the bus and I was going over for middle school cheerleading tryouts. And I didn't make it my sixth grade year, but I tried out again and I made it and I made the basketball squad. And so my sixth grade year, it was a competition and basketball squad. So whoever cheered for competition, you also were a cheerleader for basketball. And then they realized that they should split it, split it up because some people um, wanted to have, like, an off-winter season. And I was like, you know, it's fine. I'll, I, w- I would love cheering for basketball. And I did. I was on the team for two years, um, so seventh and eighth grade. And, um, yeah, it was just crazy for, for me. Um realizing that like I was fat and like someone else pointed it out and it was like a classmate it wasn't like an adult who like you know didn't know any better it was like a classmate and when I um when I realized that like it was just gut-wrenching and then there was this other girl who on the bus for the cheerleading tryouts she was like you know coach let's call her coach sprite she she said well you know coach sprite isn't going to pick you because you don't have tumbling skills and your jumps aren't even that good and you also look like that and I was like what I like literally just was like okay is this like the time in life when everybody makes you feel horrible and now they're in middle school but no it happened to me in fifth grade so growing up I knew what fat phobia was and then of course being black, you always have those family members who point out your weight at any age. And I would just like to say, for the older people that may just happen to, you know, just drop on by this podcast, complimenting someone's weight is never acceptable, no matter if they are skinny and petite, large, medium size, BBW medium thick like it does not matter do not comment on them there are so many things that people can compliment on and you choose to compliment the one thing that every person no matter if you are deemed quote-unquote healthy by society or unhealthy by society is the one thing that people just don't want to talk about and I can't so yeah but the thing is is that I wanted to talk about fat phobia in this little mini episode, kind of slash rant, 
because it's come up a lot on my timeline in regards to dating and just standards of beauty. And it's very frustrating when I see pictures of these beautiful, beautiful, like plus size models going viral and, you know, they're like, they're just beat head to toe. But then you look in their comments and like, oh, she'd be pretty if like, if she was smaller or, oh, this is unattractive. You are unhealthy and da 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 da. And it's just like, people are so quick to judge based on outside appearances. And it's, it's literally just gross. And the thing that also perpetuates it is that like you never see people talk about like fat healthy bodies there are bodies that are healthy that are also just bigger and you never know why they are some people may have a hormonal condition some people are taking medication to where they are bigger you never know people's stories some people may just be big and like be content with that and that is okay because it's not anyone's life to judge and I was I read two articles um and I'm going to link them down below but I read two articles one from Vice and it's basically about fat phobia um in dating and in the bedroom and then also avoiding fat phobia and sizes in, in healthcare and it's from sexual health at all ages um it's from their um I think it's from sexual and reproductive health week um and yeah. Oh, and it's from Canada. It's a website from Canada. Um, which is really great. And I'm glad that they have that. And I'm glad that they're talking about this. But basically, both articles talk about how, like, for me, in my interpretation of it, when you are fat, you are literally a walking target for anybody to say anybody and to, for anybody to say anything and offer their opinion. And especially for me, fat phobia is very pertinent in like the dating situation and self-confidence and different things like that. Because as a 20 year old, you know, dating is just that thing that's like scary, no matter what you look like, because you're putting yourself out there, finding new people, making sure they're attracted to you for the right reasons. You're getting mutual benefits out of the relationship in every aspect of it. But also for me, there's just a layer of like, is this person going to be able to look past my body? Are they going to be able to see my personality, see that I'm funny, see that like I'm literally like everybody else? I just don't look like everybody else. And, you know, it's hard. And, you know, also with dating, you want to make sure that people, for me, I've experienced this. And a lot of my other friends who are bigger have experience of being like fetishized and like, People like you just because you're that and because they want to fulfill some sort of weird fantasy or fulfill this weird desire and things like that. And it's just awful. And, <laughs> um, you know, in college, you like try all these different dating apps and things like that. Because for instance, um, like freshman year, I literally got I was so upset and like I got frustrated. My friends were like, it's literally just Tinder. But this dude Message me, he's like, oh, you were great and precious. And I was like, first of all, you're not going to do Gabrielle Cidabay like that because she was great and precious and she was great in Coven. Um, and she's great in everything that she does and she's hilarious. But the fact that you literally swiped right just to say that, like you literally could just say nothing at all. But, you know, it's just crazy how much just being fat is talked 
down upon and rather than like just letting it be like if you are not attracted to the person you don't have to say anything if you think they're beautiful just say you're beautiful like leave it at that even if you have a butt coming after you just stop before the butt like there's just so much I could literally go on and on and on about but um I did want to come on here and tell you guys that I am going to be starting a YouTube channel I've always I keep talking about it and on there um I'm going to put some SoundCloud some of my SoundCloud episodes I'm going to put some of these episodes um on there and I'm going to work on getting a visual aspect for the podcast so that way you all can see me see me record and then for those of you who don't care if you see me or not you guys can hear me hear the episode too but um yeah like on there I'm going to be talking about um going through I don't know what to call it I don't want to call it Bree's big journey or anything like that but basically I'm going on a fitness health journey where I'm improving my health and fitness by doing things that I want to try to start loving like I want to try and start loving running but also I want to start losing you know a few pounds um and things like that and but throughout this journey you will see that I want to focus on feeling good not not so much looking good like looking good is like the icing on the cake but the cake is actually feeling good with whatever I'm doing so yeah but this is that was pretty much my rant on the f word and you know I will probably end up doing a fuller episode um but with um a friend of mine um talking about you know fat phobia and things like that and different things and beauty standards and all that stuff and I may even so one of my goals by the end of the year is to have a patreon um to where I can put some exclusive content so like never aired episodes um of the podcast because I have a lot of those some some funny uh what's it called some funny quote-unquote vlogs that I filmed that um will never get posted <laughs> on my YouTube channel but I do think they're good enough to share um they're just awkward but um yeah so that's a goal but um be on the lookout for these episodes and on one of these little episodes for my health and fitness journey, I sit in my car in front of a restaurant all money for my food. And I literally just talk about, like, my experience with being fat. Like, it's, it's something that, like, once you realize it, you just are like, I am, I am, I am what I am. And you have to learn to, I've had to learn to love myself at no matter what I look like. Because, you know, even if people aren't going to affirm you, you have to affirm yourself. And that is something that, like, has helped me with it, um, with being, with this, with being, quote, unquote, fat, like I said. And as far as fat in dating, I've also realized that people are going to love you for you or they're not going to love you for you. And that goes for any size. And also, I don't want people to come on here and, you know, saying that, like, 
there's skinny shaming too and things like that. And body shaming, no matter what it is, it's awful. It's horrible. I'm speaking on my experience with fat shaming. And I want to talk about, do body positive, like talk about body positivity and talk about people who body shame no matter what, because you don't know why people look the way they do, like aesthetic-wise. You don't know why people are bigger. You don't know why people are smaller. Some people may have a really fast metabolism. Some people may have a slow metabolism. They may have problems with their thyroid. They may, like I said, there's so many things, and people choose just to be ignorant and say dumb stuff, and especially in dating. In the Vice article um, that I'm going to link below, basically there's this one lady she met, someone on um on a dating app and basically the person was into humiliation and she was like who's going to be humiliated in you and the person was thin and it's like of course like why like that is awful and there may be someone who wants to fulfill that desire for you but also it's like this is like a this is a website for the general public so, like, you just can't come out, like, acting crazy. And there's just so many other things in these articles that makes it help, like, that makes it helpful. And for my people who are bigger, who are BBWs and um, my thickums men, because y'all are out there and I see you and they're, oh, y'all are fine. But... There will be someone who will love you for you. There will be people who will like you for you. And there will be people who won't like you for you. And, you know, it's just the cards you were dealt. But I think that, you know, once you realize that this is the skin you're in, you get so much more confidence. And you glow different. You smile differently because you have that, you have that knowledge. And it's so evident. And it's not like you're going to go through days where you're going to struggle and be like, ugh, society tells me I'm ugly, but, like, those days are not not going to come but when you have those days that you just feel great you know it's kind of like you got to capitalize on them but I just wanted to come on here and talk about the f word and yeah I hope that you all enjoyed this a little bit of a rant um and I like doing mini sets. They're like short, quick, to the point. But this was just something that I wanted to talk about. And I know it was probably really rambly and all over the place. And you probably can hear my dog in the background. I'm so sorry. But I just, I just wanted to, you know, just talk about this experience that like I've literally experienced since fifth grade. And, you know, how it's still prevalent. Like in an age where literally diversity is supposed to be celebrated and people are like celebrate celebrate being any like any iteration of different and yet you still can't get over the way somebody looks like let it be and people act like just because you look one way or a certain way you're deemed unlovable and things like that and I know there are people who think well attractiveness has something to do with dating. And I'm specifically speaking about fat phobia dating because, again, I am 22, trying, I'm not trying, actively looking for someone to date, but, you know, the thought is nice. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, in dating, people act like just because you don't fulfill their, like, attractiveness scale, 
you're just deemed unlovable. And then, oh, the thing that gets my goat too is, um, oh, I can't remember if I saw on Instagram or Twitter. I'm pretty sure I saw this on Twitter, on Snitchery, on her Twitter feed. Um, but basically somewhat, this girl, and I think, I hope she broke up with him. Um, but she was like, the dude was said that like she gained some weight and he was no longer attracted to her and that she needed to hold up her end of the bargain for looking good and things like that. And there, I just see too many of these instances and it's like, dude, like life happens, looks fade. And like, when you go into dating someone, you have to realize that. And if there are people who like work out constantly and they, you know, upkeep their appearance, you know, that's great. But also you just have to realize if you stay together for a really long time, looks will fade and you have to become attracted to the a whole person not just their looks and like I said attractiveness does have to do with liking someone to a certain extent but chat these people are crazy out here with all this fat phobia and sizeisms and different things like that and also in the article in the article with from uh, Canada, they mention about fat phobia in respect to doctors and things like that and pointing it out and like they mention how you should leave diet talk out of the exam room and that is one of the things that I could have never, I could never agree with more. Like if people want to figure out how to lose weight, they will ask unsolicited like unsolicited weight loss advice I think is the one thing that literally just it makes me cringe it makes me sad it makes me mad it makes me feel all the emotions that are not positive because it automatically deems that something is wrong with you and the thing is is people can be like oh no no no, there's nothing wrong with you we just want to improve and it's like well you know you never know a person's relationship with their body until you know you say something and then you get a visceral reaction or you say something and you just get a negative reaction. So, but you know, they said leave diet talk out of the exam room and I can never agree more because you have, you, you have to like, that's it. Point blank period. You have to, you have to, you have to, but, um, I just wanted to, like I said, I feel like I've like tried to end this podcast like two times already and it's like just not going. Um, but basically that is that was the seed of the week in the short, a short stack seed of the week. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Again, I will link the vice articles and I will link the sizes and fat phobia article below in the descriptions. And I don't think there's any new music. I am listening to shows I'm watching. Um, if you I'm gonna show you, give you guys a tidbit. I'm obsessed with the Golden Girls. I love them. I have Golden Girls Monopoly, Monopoly, Mad Libs, Trivial Pursuit. I found a wallpaper that's like the Golden Girls, um, one of their bedroom wallpapers. So I love that. And I'm going to put it in my room. And um, so I've been watching a lot of Golden Girls. Let's see. I, um, I did a hot oil treatment on my hair. I ordered some candles. Um... I've been making cinnamon rolls. If you guys follow me on my personal Instagram, which is I am dot B R E A N A M, 
you guys can look under my foodie highlight and I have some homemade cinnamon rolls, homemade cinnamon rolls, and they are great. And oh, I've been really into puzzling. Um, me and my mom completed a 2,000 piece puzzle, even though we lost one piece, so we really completed a 1,999 piece puzzle. And it was of the ocean, and then now we are working on a Beauty and the Beast puzzle that's 750. And I've really been into puzzles because I found a puzzle that you can work by quadrants, and I love it. I love like things like that that are procedural, but I can organize them. So I like it because you can organize it by like quadrants, so you can put separate all the A's, all the B's, all the F's, all that stuff. And then you put it together by letter, and then you put it together by section. And it's great. Like, it's literally great. So, um, oh, and then I've been watching lots of Bailey Therian. Love her. She does Murder Mystery and Makeup Money Mondays. Sana, 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 sana. Um, if you watch her makeup videos and you get that noise. Um, let's see. Anything else from this week? Um... Nothing much. Been listening to my podcast like usual. Don't blame me. Um, the Read. My Favorite Murderer. Um, for fact's sake. Horrible Decisions. Um, let's see. What else? Confidently Insecure. Crime Junkie. NPR News Now. Yes, I listen to all of those. And I listen to like 12 podcasts in a week. Oh, you can sit with us. Um, the Bible Project, a lot, um, I listen to literally so many podcasts, and, um, I may do a post on all the podcasts that I listen to, um, just to give them a shout out, but I, yeah, that's pretty much it, I hope that you all are gonna, are enjoying your Sunday, I am recording this the same day that I'm putting it up, so I hope that you all enjoy your Sunday, and I hope that you all enjoyed the rest this week coming, and I hope that you had a good week this past week, and I hope that you all are staying safe, and you guys can follow me again on my personal Instagram at am.breanam. You guys can also follow the podcast on Instagram at the Sunflower Chronicles dot pod on Instagram, as well as Please shoot me an email if you guys want to comment on a topic that I talk about, if you got that I've talked about, if you guys want to send in an email for advice about anything, um, please shoot me an email. If you guys just want a shout out to, you know, be to say, hey, I will shout you out. Um, please just let me know. And um, the email is pod.sunflowercore.com some whoa I cannot talk the email is pod.sunflowerchronicles at gmail.com and you guys can hit the email um, button on the podcast Instagram page and you guys can send me an email from there so yes I hope that you all are having a fabulous day and um again stay safe and as always it has been Brie and I'm just a black 20 something girl trying to make it in this crazy crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way stay sunny guys bye bye